of the great things about being a journalist here in Metro Atlanta and working in a, or one of the nation's major television news and digital, uh, digital multimedia companies is being able to tour this wonderful city that we call Atlanta. And I recently had the privilege of getting a, a one-on-one tour via golf cart, I must say, with our good friend, Richard Harker, who is our guest tonight here on the ATL Vault. Richard is the executive director of the historic Oakland Foundation. And Richard, thanks again for the tour you gave me recently. It was just fascinating walking around Oakland Cemetery on a beautiful uh, afternoon here in this city and learning about all of the fascinating threads of history that really weave throughout the, the multiple acres known as Oakland Cemetery. And the fascinating thing is, people can come in at any time, most times during the day, take a nice leisurely stroll and, and really, uh, really experience all of the rich and diverse and diverse history than our, our Sydney Hawkers. Um, yeah, that's right, Tim. Thanks for having me as well. Um, pleasure to be here with you. And yeah, we, we experienced Oakland on a, on a chilly early winter day on the golf cart, which is perhaps the quickest way to see the historic 48 acres of Oakland. But as you said, um, Oakland is a city of Atlanta park. It's a historic site. Um, it's a green space. It's an arboretum and people can walk in through any one of the three gates and there's, there's no admission charge and you can just explore at your leisure. And, um, we do have a, a visitor center with, with lots of, um, information and, and books and maps and our website has all of that too. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think one of the special things about Oakland is just strolling those, those pathways and, and getting lost sometimes and just stumbling upon stories and, and headstones and monuments that make you think about where we've come from and, um, you know, the, pr- the pride and the prejudice and, um, you know, how that shaped the, the elaborate, big, large, expensive city that we live in today. There are a number of former Atlanta mayors that are buried in Oakland. You, you were gracious enough to show me the grave uh, headstone of Moses Formwalt, who was the subject of one of our very first episodes of ATL Vault, uh, who was elected 175 years ago, January 29th, 2023, in 1848. Tell me a little bit about some of the other mayors and, and notable political figures burying in Oakland. Yeah, I mean, is, isn't it wild to think about that 175 years since Moses Formwalt was at uh... The, the saloon owner was was really the mayor of this frontier town and you know back then it was a a couple of hundred a couple of thousand people and um oakland cemetery was out in the country i think back then and obviously today we're in the heart of, of the city and um as you said with 27 mayors and um six governors um some some u.s senators um oakland has um a great rich political history and um you know, I think that's one of the one of the fun lenses with which to see our, our history. And, you know, that goes all the way from our first man, Moses Formal, as you said, um, whose monument is right there near the bell tower, um, to Mayor Ivan Allen, um, Maynard Jackson, the city's first black mayor. Um, and even recently, um, in twenty twenty two, the um the the city's first Jewish mayor, Sam Mazel, was buried at Oakland as well. And so 
um, you know, that history is, is ongoing. And even though we don't have many burials today, we still have a few. And um, um, that's, that's part of Oakland's history. But, you know, governors, senators, um, civic leaders, the people that, that built this city um, are, are all buried at Oakland. As is arguably the most preeminent Atlanta historian ever, Franklin Garrett, whose works are just a, a must-read for anyone who, who wants to know about the, the, our city's history. Yeah, and, and Franklin Garrett was really instrumental in the 1970s in drawing attention back to Oakland. And, um, you know, Oakland Cemetery was founded in 1850 and um, was, you know, was well-kept for a while. And then as as families moved away and, um, you know, there was sort of systemic underinvestment in the, in the, in the city, um, Oakland, like many of the neighborhoods around it, fell into pretty rough shape in the mid 20th century. Um, and we know about white flight to the suburbs and all those sort of larger things that were going on. And in the 1970s, a group of history lovers and preservationists and, and families of those buried at Oakland banded together to sort of draw attention back to Oakland Cemetery. And Franklin Garrett was one of those instrumental early founders in, in that work. And, you know, up until his passing, was a great um, advocate of Atlanta history, and um, but also of Oakland Cemetery and all of the rich, complex, diverse stories that are there. In talking about diverse and some of that diverse uh, history, one of the more emotional moments when you were kind enough to, to take me around and, and show me some of the acreage there in Oakland was the the number of African-American citizens who were buried, and, and these, you know, folks who were slaves, indentured servants, what have you, really just, you know, it was heartbreaking to see so many, so much anchorage and so many headstones for the people who really built the city, its foundations. Yeah, and um, it's really very very striking for for anyone visiting oakland to to realize that you know segregation and we're so used to seeing images of segregated water fountains or entrances to movie theaters but to know that segregation continued into death and oakland was a segregated burial ground until the 1960s and um you know today the 3.2 acre historic african-american burial grounds um is the final resting place of over 12,000 of the city's um the city's founders um black founders and you know what's striking is as you said um you know there are many many people buried in that section who were born enslaved who um you know had changed and shaped our city in, in profound ways and often are left out of the the storybooks and the history books and you know i mean that's everybody from um Oh my gosh, you know, the names are, the, are, are countless, but Marie Wolfe Taylor, who founded the AKA sorority, um, Carrie Steele Logan, who founded the first black orphanage in the country. Um, I mean, the list is Bishop Wesley John Gaines, who um, founded Morris Brown College in the basement of Big Bethel Church, um, Bishop Qualls from Friendship Baptist Church. I mean, you name it, that. The, the city's preeminent inst black institutions are sort of represented at Oakland. Um, and, you know, it's really it's really a sort of um, a great insight into the city's history and how it's evolved that, that Oakland is the way it is today. One of the upcoming topics on ATL Vault 
here on Atlanta News First and AtlantaNewsFirst.com. We'll have a later in 2023 when we take a look at the history of arguably the world's most iconic commercial brand, that being Coca-Cola. And you show me the, the, the side of Joe Jacobs, who was the owner of Jacobs Pharmacy, where, if my history is correct, that's where the very first uh, serving of what would become Coca-Cola ever took place. Um, yeah, I mean, that's that rich Atlanta history. Um, of course, Coca-Cola is a huge part of, of our city. And, um, you know, many people know the names of, of Robert Woodruff and Asa Candler and sort of the people that made Coca-Cola that that great global brand, um, you know, that spread throughout the 20th century across the, across the globe. Um, but right there at um, you know near the near the southern wall along Memorial Drive in in the Jewish Hill section of Oakland Cemetery stands the mausoleum of Joe Jacobs who um, you know was was really right there at the beginning um, with the the founding of of that product that became a global sensation and you know continues to shape our city today. You're talking about the the Jewish you know Joe Jacobs was a, a Jew Jewish American. And yet, Oakwood Cemetery not only has sizable number of Protestants and Catholics, but also Irish, uh, Jewish. What are some of the, the the divergent faith groups that and ethnic groups that are represented on the grounds of Oakland? Yeah, and it's really um, it's such an interesting part of Oakland's history where. You know the the historic African American barrel barrel grounds was was segregated, um, you know, by white Atlantans um, as part of that sort of Jim Crow um, separate but equal. Um, but the the Jewish sections were given to um, different congregations, um, you know, as they practiced their burial traditions. And um, you know, there are certainly other areas of the cemetery that have been given to groups um, for various reasons, and one of those. Fairly, fairly close to um, the main gate is um, a small section that was given to the um, the uh, Hibernian Benevolent Group, um, the Irish Heritage Group. Um, you know, sort of honoring their long history, going all the way back to Father Father Thomas O'Reilly, um, and you know that that group is still active in celebrating Irish culture and making those connections to Atlanta and American history. And, um, you know, they, they're in the middle of doing some, some work on their, their area to make some improvements and some upgrades over there as well. We are talking on this episode of ATL Vault with our good friend Richard Harker, Executive Director of the Historic Oakland Foundation. Where, tell, tell us a little bit about some of the renovations and expansions. You uh, gave me a nice tour of the Bell Tower, which uh, at one time, I, from what I understand, was and office space, that's where you had your office looking on the more than greatest viewpoints, uh, scenic views from an office in Atlanta that I've ever seen. But what's going on really now moving forward into 2023? For yeah, I mean, anyone that's, um, anyone that spent any time in Oakland probably knows the Bell Tower, that iconic big white Romanesque revival building in the middle of the cemetery. And, you know, it it is a incredible building built in 1899 as the the home of the sexton who is the city of atlanta employee who is oversees all the burials but also manages the the cemetery and we still have a sexton today um my friend sam reed who's um, been with oakland for 24 years um and 
you know, that building has had many lives, um, at all, always as the home of the sexton, the office of the sexton, but also morning chapels, receiving vaults. And then since the 1970s, um, it has also served as the Office of Historic Oakland Foundation, which is the nonprofit 501c3 organization that I run that um, does a lot of the preservation and tours and fundraising in Oakland. And um, it served as our public restrooms, our gift shop, our storage, you name it. If you ever went in there, it served many, many uh, purposes. But over its 120 plus years of life, it was heavily taxed and especially in the last 10 years, this historic Oakland Foundation has done more and more work at Oakland and and has gotten bigger. Um, you know, we really push that building to the limits. And so we just completed a, um, a rehabilitation, um, an almost a $2 million project um, with great support from um, Invest Atlanta, but also the Imlay Foundation and, and other private donors um, to really give it its new lease of life. And what we wanted to do was make the building more accessible to the public. So um, it is open to the public and you can come in and use the restroom and we have an, a, a really neat little exhibit about the history of the building and the people that work there that we partnered on with some students from Kennesaw State University. Um, but also the building is rentable for lunches and meetings and and birthdays and weddings and um, you name it. It has We've opened up um, the porches as, as similar to how they originally were in 1899 when the building was built. Um, and we've really added an elevator and just had to make the building much more accessible so that more people can enjoy those incredible views that you mentioned. And, um, you know, it's a building that we've loved and enjoyed for, for many years. And now everybody gets to gets to enjoy it. And I'll note that, you know, while Oakland is an active cemetery, we actually have more weddings than funerals now. So if anybody's uh, interested in in perhaps the most distinct and unique uh, event space in this city um they should go to oaklandcemetery.com because we think those you know those views of the skyline and those views of the cemetery are are like you said some of the the very best in this city and you said what was very interesting oakland is still an active cemetery uh sam Massell was uh laid to rest uh in 2022 i believe more and the more other more notable um, burials that took place was on uh, country music, international uh, music superstar Kenny Rogers. So there are still active burials taking place in Oakland. And I, I'm not sure a whole lot of people are actually aware of that. Yeah. And um, the, I mean, that's right. And like I said, we have 10 to 20 burials a year. And um, in some cases, it's families who've owned their, their graves for, you know, 100 plus years. Um, and in other cases, it's it's folk who get onto the wait list and, and buy a plot from someone selling and those kind of private transactions um, who want to be buried at Oakland. But, you know, it's it's interesting because there are those that, you know, don't know that Oakland's an, an, uh, an active cemetery. And then there are others who who don't know it's a city of Atlanta Park and a historic site. And that's, you know, part of the special challenge and charm of Oakland is is balancing all of those competing interests, which... You know, we like to think we do quite well, um, but certainly, you know, always know that the families of people buried at Oakland are are our most important stakeholders and constituents as well. Wrapping up our conversation with Richard Harker, the executive director of the Historic Oakland Foundation, you're also renovating a lot uh, just outside the main gate for a, a meeting uh, meeting facility and and many convention. So, and he tell us a little bit about that. 
Yeah, and um, the the new Oakland Cemetery Visitor Center is um, it's really our our biggest, largest, most exciting project today, and it's really the capstone of our first ever capital campaign, Living History, and we are breaking ground here in 2023. And um, you know, we anticipate it's a you know it's a 15, 18 month project, but we also know those construction timetables slide a little bit. But yeah, it's a it's a 10,000 square foot facility that will have a gift shop. It'll have a, um, a big ballroom that could be used for events and classes and meetings, um, as well as offices for historic Oakland foundation and some conference rooms and some atrium space. But, um, to me, you know, what's so exciting is not just the building and what that's going to allow us to do in terms of expanding our programming, but the whole site around it. And we're turning almost two acres of asphalt into parkland. Um, there'll be a, an event lawn, a woodland trail, um, bioretention gardens that will divert over a million gallons of water a year out of the municipal system. The building's going to have solar panels um, and a whole bunch of other sort of um, sustainably um, focused initiatives in it. Um, we've even uh, been sort of uh, salvaging some materials from around town to use in the project um, to sort of really think about sustainability in thoughtful ways with the project. Um, but to me, what's so exciting about this is this is a community facility. This is something that is there for people to use, whether it's neighborhood associations or community groups. And, you know, I would love it if in a couple of years we were talking about the local farmer's market that was there or free yoga or, you know, in addition to all of the great programming we do inside Oakland, we want this to be an asset for the community. Oakland is something that is for all Atlantans. It is truly um, something special for our city. And we want to continue to find ways to do that. So, um, you'll see us starting to work on that building here. And, uh, you know, architecturally, we've been working with Smith Dahlia and trying to honor the, the brick as our sort of primary, um, as our primary material and, you know, honoring that brick feature of Oakland, which you see in the walkways and the walls and, um, so, so much around the 48 acres, but then also, bring in a modern focus with um, some big glass windows that sort of pull people in and, and make it in, inviting. And um, it's it's certainly an exciting project. And there's a great plaza outside the building between the gates where, you know, it's really going to be a place where people meet and start their Oakland experience. Um, and we're just excited to have reached this moment and be able to, you know, find new ways to, to serve all of the people that love Oakland Cemetery so much. Well, we at Atlanta News First and AtlantaNewsFirst.com and NATL Vault are just so uh, so happy to be able to bring this wonderful resource, this amazing facility to our to our audience. Richard Harker, Executive Director of the Historic Oakland Foundation. Final thoughts: If there's one thing that you would want every Atlantan who may have heard of Oakland, who have been there, or who has not been there recently, or have never even toured it, what would be that one item you would want to share with them? Uh, um, I, you're going to make me pick one, and you know you know, I can't pick one. But no, I mean, I think there's so many people I meet in my day-to-day -day life who you know, love Oakland, but it's been 15 or 20 years since they went. And I actually was there yesterday with someone who hadn't been since they were in middle school 30 years previously. And I think so many of the um, restoration improvements we've made and the the enhancements um, have happened in the last 10 years. So if it's been a, if it's been a few years since you visited Oakland, come back and, 
we have a wealth of opportunities for people to explore, whether it's guided walking tours or self-guided scavenger hunts or a self-guided tour map, or whether it's our Capture in the Spirit of Oakland um, Halloween tours or Illumin, our spring light show. Um, you know, we, we spend all year trying to find ways for people to engage with Oakland and um, find ways for people to connect to what we think is a special, unique thing in our city. So um, oaklandcemetery.com always has our up-to-date calendar. Um, and then, you know, in the coming years, you're going to see a lot, a lot of new programming for families and kids and um, environmentally focused programming. Um, so, you know, people should know that while Oakland is perhaps one of the oldest places in the, in the city, uh, we're bringing new life and new energy to it every single day. What about your social media uh, sites? Can we follow you on Facebook? Yeah, Facebook, Instagram. Um, my, my communications team are telling me about TikTok, although I won't, I won't uh, claim to know anything about it, but um, I mean, you don't even know if it's going to be allowed in the United States anymore. <laughs> I just told them as long as as long as they're not expecting me to dance, uh, we'll uh, we'll we'll see what we can do. So. Richard Harker, executive director of the Historic Oakland Foundation, Oakland Cemetery, highly recommended. It's one of the most beautiful walking spots in the heart of downtown Atlanta. Thanks to Richard Harker, and thanks to all of you for listening. And this latest episode, I'm ATL Ball.